everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What BR. Today we have a special guest again. We've got Gary Littlefield back, who's the market president over at Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Company. How are you doing, Gary? You're doing great, Brandon. Thanks for having me back on. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you came. I'm going to take a second here. We also got, you know, Bennett Blackledge, you know, here's the community outreach coordinator. We're going to see Bennett kind of moving around, you know, in the background. He's got some things going to be showing us some of the auction items, you know, that you've got. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about for anybody who maybe missed the first show, you know, about what it is, because I just think this is, this is a big deal. And a lot of people, you know, I've been talking about it since our first show and yeah. a huge amount of people have known about it, but there's also been a lot of people that didn't know about it. And this has been going on for 13 years, you That's know, correct. so. So Gary, give us the uh, what's your short version well, yeah, you know, well, of auctions in August. Again, thank you for having me back on, Brandon. It's very important to get out because now more than ever, these nonprofits need our help. Um, so as we talked about in the first segment, we talked about all the different things that are up for auction. You've got fine dining, you've got jewelry, you've got sports memorabilia, you've got gift baskets, artwork. Uh, vacation stays. Bennett's actually going to walk around as we're talking and hopefully that'll come up on the screen so everyone can see it. Uh, but this is our 13th year. We've raised over a million dollars for around 355 nonprofits throughout our footprint and outside of our footprint um, to kind of educate uh, everybody on what the bank does and how we operate. We're 30 years old this year. Uh, we started in 1990. Uh, with Guy Williams, our president and CEO, and Guy Williams is a big believer in the nonprofit community being strong, which makes our bank strong as a community bank. So we're very much involved with giving back to those communities. So here's the key point, and this is a point I think I think all your listeners or listeners or appreciate, Brandon, is 100% of the money raised through this auctionsinaugust.com website goes back to that nonprofit. Okay, we're the vehicle. Uh, we have a lot of these auction items online. There's some in our branches that Bennett's showing right now. Uh, so we're excited about it. We get all of the all the employees engaged in this process. Bennett's been on the phone since June talking with uh, different nonprofits that, that have done this for a couple of years, some that are brand new to the process. Uh, we've done some radio uh, outreach. We've, all, you know, we've got a couple billboards uh, thrown up throughout our footprint. Uh, but the main thing is talking to people and letting them know uh, if you've got a favorite nonprofit and you want to contribute. A lot of the nonprofits don't even know that one of their uh, that one of their uh, supporters has put an item to raise money for them. And the fun part is that person, if they win the bid, they come in on August 31st or the day after. They write a check to that nonprofit. They pick the item up. They take it with them, and we deliver the checks to that nonprofit. So it's fun to walk into that executive director's office um, early September and say, hey, here's, here's 14 checks uh, for, for your nonprofit through our auctionsinaugust.com uh, you know, campaign or drive. So again, a great way to do it, um, and we feel very good about it. It works both ways in regards to publicity. Um, that that nonprofit gets the uh, exposure, if you will. Some people haven't heard about certain nonprofits, um, so it gives us an opportunity to to show and highlight those. And we'll talk about some of those as we go through the program, Brandon. Uh, but there's some really cool ones, and I'll just I'll, I'll kind of start out by letting you know about one that just showed up yesterday, which I'm really excited about, and I want to I want to pull pull it out of my out of my catalog. And I think you and I were talking about it before we got online. This is really cool for those of you who saw 
uh, the Netflix series called The Pharmacist. This is a great opportunity to have dinner with both the pharmacist and his wife, Annie. Um, and it is, it is going to be an absolutely oppor a great opportunity at Bosco's dinner for two, two bottles of wine, along with the pharmacist t-shirt. Uh, the value of that is around $300. We think it's going to go much higher than that. Again, um, you know, these are the kind of unique things that sometimes people put into auctions in August that, you know, otherwise wouldn't, you know, wouldn't come up. So that's a, that's a really unique one right there. Uh, the other one that just arrived, um, I believe yesterday, because I've, I've been dealing with Sheila Englert, who's our, um, who's our marketing director. Let me pull up just a second. I've got my notes right here. Um, and that was a, a signed uh, LSU championship football. Uh, 2019 LSU signed football by Joe Burrow. Okay. I think we're looking at it right now. Yeah. It's got us oh, thank you, you know, on there. That's, that's and, and this is to benefit the Miracle League at Cypress Mound. So, again, uh, we've got a lot of folks out there. This one actually was, was, um, was worked through with our team at Guarantee Media, who we've been partnered with for a long time on auctions in August. Uh, they were able to procure the foot, foot, signed football, bring it to us. And, uh, again, this is going to benefit – uh, a lot of children who are involved with the Miracle League at Cypress Mounds and anybody who wants to Google and find out more about that nonprofit. It's a, it's a heartwarming experience to see what happens out there uh, with a lot of these uh, handicapped children. So we're, we're proud to be a part of that. I think that one's going to go for a lot of money um, myself. And next to that, I don't know if you could see it, Brandon or not, but next to that's a Joe Burrow Jersey uh, that is signed uh, by coach O again, you know, get, get both of them. Yeah, I'm going to pick that up at the store down this, you know, at the you purple You cannot get either store. one of these at the store. That's right. <laughs> so, so you guys, that's, you know, just kind of jumping back, you know, kind of recap, you know, there is hundreds of items, you know, that you guys have. You right know, at 1,100 been, items. You know, yep. 1,100 items. Okay. Yes, so sir. now we can say we now are into the thousands officially. So this is, you know, if you're looking for, you know, uh, condo getaway if you're looking you know i was reading through some stuff there's stuff in florida mississippi costa rica you know new orleans it's all over the place you know you still you know got the ability to do that if you're looking you know from some advertising you know everybody's trying to you know tell their story you know i saw that you had some things you know out front and put some you know billboard space you know out there for you know three months to you know that's a that's a campaign you know that you can launch at that point and not only, you know, would you have spent that money already, but you can also help a nonprofit along the way. There you go. So, That's the key, Brandon, no doubt. I think it's, you know, important, and I'm just going to beat the horse, you know, so that everybody really gets it. I think it's a big deal what you guys are doing to where a lot of people will, you know, run these or will facilitate this stuff. You know, you guys are carrying the burden of the cost, you know, for this. Sure. Um, the platform, the website, the staff, the people, you know, the promotion, you know, everything's being done. And like you said, 100% of it's going over, you know, to them. If I go, you know, if I'm lucky enough to get the football, you know, signed, I'm bringing and writing the check. And that's what that's I right. think a lot of people, I'm just beating it up a little bit. because I think it's, you know, incredible the way you're doing it. There's not even for people that are in the banking business, there's not even a spread where it's like, okay, we're going to hold this for a little bit and then we're going to pass it. You know, this is just write the check and then get, you know, delivered. So it's when people say a lot of people say, well, hundred percent of the profits, or I like how a lot of people now kind of mask it hundred percent of the proceeds, you know, this truly is whatever that auction item goes for the checks sure. written and you guys are, you know, driving down the street saying, here's your check. We just facilitated the transaction for you. 
So. And like I said at the very beginning, Brandon, this year more than any other year I can remember, I, and maybe we talked about this um, when we were together last month, but, you know, there are so many nonprofits that raise money January through mid-May, whether it's golf tournaments, live auctions, silent auctions, you know, dinners, functions, all that was shut down, pretty much shut down. Um, mm. So now's an opportunity for everybody to step up. And jokingly, I, I tell people, since you haven't been able to go out to dinner, you know, use this opportunity to take some of that money and use it to help those nonprofits who weren't able to raise money. And they may not be able to between now and the end of the year. So a lot of them are, are you know, hurting right now. Uh, so this is a great opportunity. Um, and you learn more about the nonprofit uh, when you can Google anything nowadays and just go in there and look at a door of hope, for instance, and, and see what's behind um, that. We've got a lot of items. Bennett's probably cataloging some of them behind us right now from door of hope. Um, but anyway, it's a good, it's, good opportunity. Well, and I think, you know, to really, you know, get into it, you know, these nonprofits, it's hard right now, you know, for them to fundraise because, absolutely. you know, let's face it. A lot of people, you know, like to support the nonprofits. They're incredibly, you know, valuable in our community, but at the same time, you know, they want to support them in a way where it's the, you know, it's the gala, it's the, you know, go out and do something, sure. you know, it's, you still have people that are wanting to write that check directly, but not as many, you know, and yeah, so but you it's receive important. something in return for that, which you normally, if you're maybe just given $250 to go to a dinner, um, you know, you get a nice dinner, but that's about it. You're not walking out with anything. You're walking out with a very nice item. And if you would allow me, Brandon, I'm going to run through a couple things, not to Absolutely. highlight any specific nonprofit, but I think it's good to know how much, how much we've got out there and you've been at continue doing what you're doing. Cause I, th I think a lot of people are getting a, a bird's eye view of what we're, what we've got out here. But, um, you know, one of the things that I thought was kind of neat was a children's handcrafted picnic table, um, that's going to go to the, uh, the benefits will go to the New Orleans Education League of the construction industry. And again, a lot of these items, the unique part is, um, you know, the value of this is about $150. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, looking table. It's about 20 inches tall and about 42 inches long, just perfect to put out outdoors for your kids. And the minimum bid right now is only 20 bucks. You know, yeah, that's so, what I was just about to say. I saw it was twenty dollars. Yeah, so you know that is, it's going to get bid up past that, obviously. And then there's another one, Astro Camp, um, and I'm reading this, so I make sure I get it right. It's a registration for one camper, uh, ages two to four. It's uh, Astro Camp is hosted by the Children's Museum of St. Tammany. Uh, pretty neat deal. Uh, I'm I'm not sure uh, what's going on if they're able to do that this year, but certainly next year. So that's going to benefit the Children's Museum of St. Tammany. Um, let me, let me flip around and, and grab a couple other ones real quick and then we'll get back into the, into, um, some things. Here's another unique one. Um, this is one that, that, uh, Bennett and I worked on together and, um, Baton Rouge Symphony Orchestra is near and dear to my heart. Uh, for many years, Debbie and I were members. We, you know, haven't been for quite a while. We need to get back into that because uh, we love the performances. Um, but this is, um, an hour-long performance by the String Quartet for BRSO, um, you know, to benefit the Baton Rouge Symphony Orchestra. And, um, you know, that's an auction item uh, that's probably valued at around $2,500, and the minimum bid to start is about 1000 So that's a pretty unique opportunity for, for, for well, somebody to, to go and enjoy music. To talk about that, and I don't know, you know, I was reading the notes for everybody. That's a, you know, it's a minimum, you know, it's a thousand dollars starting bid, but right. this is, you know, an hour long 
of the string quartet, but it's, they're coming to you. You're not going there. That's right. You know, this is, you know, they can come to your house, you know, if you were working, you know, some deals and trying to impress some people, this would be a neat way to do it, you know, yeah. to be able to say, you know, Hey, we're going to have some entertainment come in and, you know, maybe it's this fall when it cools off a little bit, you know, sit out by the pool and, you know, just, you know, have some wine and just kind of enjoy it. So well, it not many be, people can say they did that. Yeah. It might be a perfect opportunity, Brandon, you know, as people start to come back into the office space and maybe there's an opportunity to, to welcome everybody back, if you will, from a wholesale standpoint, it may not happen until the spring, but that's mm -hmm. okay. You know, you got, you got it teed up. You got an event you can put on your calendar and I'll just read off a couple of other nonprofits we work with here. I mentioned Miracle League, uh, of, at Cypress Mounds, a wonderful, wonderful nonprofit. Dreams Come True, Louisiana, I think we spoke about that last uh, last time, and that's something I've been involved with, along with Dana Clegg, who's our branch manager at our Perkins Road office. Uh, that's very near and dear to our heart, and these are working with children, and it's just, it is what it is. It says dreams come true, and these are for children that are at risk, uh, children who, who, you know, have diagnosis of a possible life-threatening illness um, and that's their dream they want to go to Disney World they want to travel to the Rio Grande whatever that situation is and this nonprofit helps raise money to make that dream come true so that's a big one Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge something you know that encompasses a lot of different areas um, they've been a very big supporter and we've been a big supporter of them Salvation Army of, of mm -hmm. Greater Baton Rouge is obviously another to Major one. Don yesterday yeah, and uh, Adora Hope uh, Women's Help Center mentioned that one before in Catholic Appoint Um And again, a, a lot of these are because we have relationships with these nonprofits. A lot of them we don't, uh, but we understand what their needs are. And I, I'll mention one other one um, that I, I think is, is, is one that I think will kind of touch on a lot of your folks mm -hmm. from some standpoint because maybe they haven't been impacted directly by this but they may have somebody in their family that has and i want to make sure i read it properly uh, but the louisiana pediatric Cardi cardiology foundation it's a 501c3 um, that helps families in louisiana help the ease of financial burden you can imagine the financial burden out-of-pocket expense if you will with any of these children that might be undergoing some life-saving uh, surgeries. Um, so the LPCF provides free heart screens in the network to de detect cardio cardiac abnormalities uh, in high school athletes, uh, hypertropic um, cardiomyopathy, uh, which is a leading cause of sudden death in young athletes. Again, we've heard about this. It's not something that's on the radar all the time, but we read about athletes that have had some issue and then all of a sudden that, you know, they're junior they in high school and they collapse. Um, so again, this is, this is one near and dear to my heart because it's near and dear to Sheila's heart. Uh, Sheila's uh, niece uh, was born with uh, hypoplastic left heart syndrome and has had multiple surgeries since her birth. So I wanted to highlight that one as one uh, that we're definitely involved in, not just because it's in Baton Rouge, but because we've got a connection through the bank with something like that. So again, there's, there's probably other people out there listening right now that's going to say, oh, I never thought about this, but when my when my parents were diagnosed with cancer, my parent or uncle was diagnosed with cancer. Um, cancer, you know, society, you know, came and helped me out with a bed or kept, came and helped me out with other things, and I haven't really been on their radar since. So this is mm -hmm. another opportunity for people to say, "Hey, I want to give back." Yeah, and I think that's you know what a lot of people don't realize is that there are you know there's a lot of these 
nonprofits in our community that are helping, but they, they fill the, that niche, you know, it's that smaller, you know, niche that may not be, you know, something you don't see the big billboards, you know, all over the place because they're putting, you know, their funding into what their, you know, the mission, you know, That's is tough. so you may not know about them, but it's a chance to come out and get to know a little bit more, you know, help some of these things because I was talking with someone the other day, it's without these nonprofits and what they're doing in the community, the community looks a lot different. You know, because these things can't be done, you know, by, right. you know, a for-profit, you know, company. There's just not enough, you know, to be done. Or right. there's plenty to be done, but there's not enough for them to be able to do all of it if it was a for-profit. And Brandon, so, I, wanted, I wanted Bennett to jump on real quick. Bennett, if you can flip your computer screen around and, and talk a little bit about what you do as our community outreach coordinator and some of the services that you provide not only to the nonprofits, obviously, but to a lot of our different customers and how that's worked out to benefit our bank and benefit our community. So I'm going to let you, let you talk. Yeah, so thanks, Bennett, for anybody who missed it. Um, yeah. What we do is we, uh, I go out in schools and uh, we, we work at, with prisoners and we teach financial literacy to them. We teach, uh, we have a uh, prison program for those coming out. It's a, uh, six classroom, two hours, so it's a 12-hour program, but it ba uh, basically reacclimates them so that they can get back into society, understanding loans and credits, and because, you know, they're going to be working. Normally, we're working with a number of businesses that are actually offering jobs to them. Uh, with the schools, we have uh, education where we help anywhere from pre-K all the way through college, and it's all around financial literacy, um, you know, credit and understanding budgeting. Right now, it's, we're, we've been going around uh, churches and different places talking about uh, financing in this pandemic. You know, uh, uh, some of the questions we get, you know, how do I prioritize, you know, what I pay every, every month? Because uh, we're being furloughed and our income is less than it used to be. So we work, teach them, uh, things like that. Uh, you know, we teach Medicare. We teach Social Security. We teach... Uh, so we have uh, over 140 uh, different seminars that we have that we can. To folks, you know, it's a cost of uh, for you, and it's based on you know how you pay and what you do, and uh, you can. Bennett, talk specifically. That's a good segue. Talk specifically about how many, and not specifically how many customers, because you've worked with thousands of them. But talk specifically about how you've helped people specifically with their credit score, and and use your first time home buyer example as a good one, because a lot of these, and I'm gonna say mid twenties, uh, haven't really paid attention to credit score. And then all of a sudden, hey, I'm ready to buy that first home. So start right there and talk through that process and how you've helped literally hundreds of people uh, obtain that credit score to get that first home. Sure. Well, what would happen if couples will come in uh, and when you do, we sit down with a lot of them and, and they haven't, uh, you know, their scores are, uh, scores are in the low 500s. Well, they have to have 640 or higher to obtain a home. So, you know, we're working with them to rebuild it. The good news is you can turn your credit around. Uh, it's, it's something uh, that you just work on, but you it's got you got to be disciplined. And so uh, they should be able to get a loan within the next 60 days by just working with me and uh, doing the things we talk through and, and uh, 
but you want to manage because that cost of money over a lifetime can be hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'll give you a perfect example. You, you have a $250,000 home. Uh, if you pay for it over the 30-year period of time, somebody with a C-rated, you know, with a 640 score versus a 740 score, uh, they're going to pay about $130,000 more in interest over that period of 30 years for that home. So you can see it's, it's a big deal. Uh, a lot of these folks, you know, they don't want to be in apartments. And, you know, when they were younger, they just didn't, uh, you know, they wrote bad checks or they did some things they shouldn't have done. And people just don't realize, you know, it follows you. You, you don't get rid of it. So, uh, but, but the good news is you can turn it around. You can get in your home. Right now is a uh, most incredible time. It's 63-year low mortgage rates, 2.2% on, on 15-year and 2.6% on 30-year loans. That is just unheard of, and that's wow. the they've been in 63 years. So, And Ben, that's something, you know, to jump, you know, kind of ahead of that. You know, we're talking about kind of the, you know, this younger group, and, you know, now's the time, those kind of things. But also, that younger group is built and grown up in an instant gratification, right? If anything takes more than two days to be delivered, if it's not from Prime, you know, it just takes too long. You know, if I can't order it now and go pick it up now, but what we're talking about, this credit score, this credit repair is not a now thing. This is, yes. if you're looking, if you're wanting to buy that house, you know, I consulted some friends that I knew and was explained to them, it's, you know, don't go shop the house first, you know, go get the credit where you need to be, get the approval letter, because That's otherwise you're doing this thing all backwards. You're going to go get all right. hot and heavy about trying to buy this house and then you're going to realize that it's going to take you know some time to get maybe some things repaired or something's going to happen the seller's not going to want to sit and wait you know they're looking to move a house right you're going to get yourself worked up and you can get frustrated you know yeah, so that's a good point i think one of the things bennett has really done a good job with brandon over the years is is taking those um that married couple for instance or a couple and sitting down with them and, and you know doing a little bit of forensic analysis and this is one I, I i kind of go to every time when i'm talking to people um is you know he took checking account statement for a couple months and went through it they were spending and ben correct me if i'm wrong they were spending on average around 800 dollars eating out per month okay uh didn't didn't think they could afford a house well you know, $800 a month is a significant amount of money to be eating out on. Uh, so Bennett got their discipline back where it needed to be. Uh, they only went out once a week versus five times a week. Uh, they were buying groceries and, and cooking and everything else. The next thing you know, they had their debt to income and, and disposable income to a level where they were able to buy their dream home. Uh, but they were just going to continue doing what they're doing because that's the way they'd always done it. Um, but then it, you know, and again, he doesn't do this counseling with just one person. It's got to be both of them in the room at the same time. So they both hear the story. And that's one that kind of strikes me because it happened to be one of my friends, one of my, one of my married uh, couples that were friends of mine that just really were struggling to figure out why they were not able to, to make ends meet. Um, and there's probably a bunch of other examples, Bennett. But the other thing, Bennett, uh, that I think is important is just insurance uh, for your home and car, et cetera. Um, you know, the, the insurance companies look at that credit rating. And if you're at a 640 or below, um, your insurance rates are going to be a little bit higher premium than someone who has a 740 or, or 805. Uh, and that's just the nature of the beast. They're going to look at that and say, well, this is not a very disciplined person. We, there's a little bit more risk 
to this person. Mm-hmm. Same thing if you walk in to get an automobile finance or that home finance that Bennett just mentioned. So uh, credit score is a very important driver. It has been since I've been in the banking business 39 years. It's gotten a lot more sophisticated with the algorithms. And I think that's one service that I'm very proud that Gulf Coast Bank and Trust offers uh, through Bennett and through other people without our footprint. Uh, people that can sit down in, in a closed environment, very privately. And I don't want to say he's a counselor from that standpoint, but that's pretty much what he does. It's almost like marriage therapy sometimes. Well, and it's good to <clears throat> advise everybody. It's good to have that relationship because <laughs> you don't know what you don't know and you don't know what's going to come down the road. You know, it could be, right. you know, I know I was in a situation one time where we found, you know, a home that we had just, we found it by accident. It was one of those just driving down an old country road and looked over and was like, wait a minute, we want, you know, we wanted to go get it, but just, we were, you know, my wife was pregnant and we had a bunch, it was just everything going. And it was one of those situations where it's like, I just can't make this happen right now. I don't have enough runway to actually get it to work. And so, you know, having somebody like Bennett that can, you know, help you, but not only that, but get you on the right track, but then, build that relationship to where, you know, Bennett's able to kind of, you know, talk inside the bank and go, Hey, I've worked with, you know, Joe for, you know, a year now and we meet, you know, once every three or four months and we review everything. It's progressively getting better and they're on track. And this is our ideal customer. This is who we want. Let's help him, you know, in his time of need. So yeah, I, I had a buddy I played golf with for a long time and he had uh, gone through a divorce and, you know, had ruined his credit score as a result. And I got him in front of Bennett with, I guess, Bennett less than a year. You had him back where he needed to be, um, purchased another home, um, got his car financing worked out where it should have been in the first place, and he's happy as he can be. He brags about the bank all the time. Because uh, no one else took the time to talk about credit score and talk about what the issues were and you know why things had derailed for him. Uh, but that's just one example of many that we uh, we can put out there for people. So again, the confidentiality, uh, the privacy that we hold very near and dear to our hearts as bankers. Uh, this never leaves anybody. We never talk about a specific situation. We get into a conference room and put the put every put the cards on the table. And uh, it's amazing what comes out of it. So anyway, thank you for letting Bennett share that story, Brandon. It's very important. No, and I think it's just, you know, important to point out, you know, that's the difference with a community bank, you know, that's here. You know, everybody, you know, this this money isn't moving out, you know, off, you know, someplace else. You know, it's, you know, it's you, it's Guy, it's, you know, Bennett, it's people, it's people working in the community. You know, you're shopping at the same grocery store, you know, that these people are, we all you know, live in the same, you know, space. So you want to help the community and what, you know, better way to do it than, you know, invest in the people there, you know, and help them, you know, move their credit scores where they need to be. And, and the education, I think that's important. You know, it's, it's one thing to say, we're going to help you get the credit score so we can get you the loan, but it's like a whole nother, like, look, we're going to, you got to be fiscally responsible. You know, we're going to teach you how to do these things if you don't know. And we talked so, about this before, Brandon. We're very involved in both the pub, public, private, and parochial schools. We get invited in. Bennett gets invited in a lot. Um, and it could be as simple as second grade or third grade or fourth grade. The teacher comes and says, look, I know it's early, but can you explain the difference between stocks, bonds, and mutual funds? And we give them – we usually bring Patrick Talamo with us, who's our investment 
person um, to kind of talk through that. We, we talk at their level, try to give them an idea of, you know, how to start their savings account. And we've been very successful going into schools and opening up savings accounts for a lot of these folks. Um, so it makes, it makes the kids proud um, to do that. And uh, we're very happy to be their bank. And, and hopefully they'll continue to bank with us for many years to come. Yeah, I think that's it's important teaching. I think, uh, Ben, were you saying? I think you went on. Uh, Bennett, are you on muted? Check, yeah. check mute. But say that, Bennett, that's a good point. Say that again. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Brent, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we do these for, these services for friends. Is there anyone in your audience that needs help? Uh, it's not just clients. We do, you know, non-clients, clients, anyone that needs the assistance, we, we, uh, we sit down with them. So we're willing if uh, they want to just give me a call, we can set up an appointment, and we're happy to help. Yeah, I think that's, that's in, you know, that speaks volume, whether they're a client or not a client. You know, hopefully you can educate somebody, you know, get them down a path. And I think that's, I always use the expression, it sounds like, you know, Bennett, you might be that guy. And your, you know, pun on words is, Everybody needs a guy, you know, a pool guy, you know, a handyman guy, you know, like they need a guy, you know, knowing somebody in banking, you know, having that guy that you can call. And it's, you know, I made a call to someone, you know, the other day that I know about, it was just as simple as like, Hey, if I wanted to go buy this, what would it take? You know, people need that relationship, you know, to where it's not a, Hey, come sit down and fill out a whole application. We're just going to tell you whether you've got it or not. It's to be able to sit down with someone and say, I'm thinking of this. Does this make sense to you? This is what it is. You know, you guys do this day in and day out with, you know, money and to have a relationship where it's, it could save you a lot of time. You could go through a whole process and go to a big corporate bank and they can say, fill out an app and we'll get back with you and we'll tell you. And they're just going to give you a yes or a no in a form letter where maybe it is a no, unfortunately, that somebody can't do it, but you're able to explain why it was a no. You know, this is what happened. And if you want to turn that no into a yes, these are the things that I need you to do. Yep. And then it's just a time and discipline problem. You can right. do it. If you want to go buy that multifamily home, that car, that, you know, home yourself or investment property, don't just get a yes or a no on an app. You know, get a guy, you know, get a banker, get somebody that can help you walk through that process to where right. maybe they get you to a yes, you know, faster. But maybe it's, like I said, maybe it's a no. And, but you're not going to get that from a big corporate bank. They're not going to sit down and explain to you, here's what you really need to do. Here's the problem, your debt income, you need to offset this, you know, maybe. And I've learned over the years, some of this stuff, you know, and they, you, know, you can kind of just touch it for a little bit. So people will know some of the tactical stuff. Gary mentioned it a little bit, you know, there's little things that levers get pulled on, you know, debt to income where it could be, you know, it's like, Hey, if you just, you know, pay this thing off, you know, it's, $2,500. I'm making up a number. I don't know. But like that little bit of a change could materially make a change, you know, yeah. on whether there's a loan or not. Correct? Yes, it can. Right. It's so all of it, you know, is based on uh, percentages, you know, and uh, what folks want to do, you know, even on credit cards, you only want to have 30% of your line that you're using. If you're using more than that, then your scores impacted. Uh, but if you do keep it 30% or under, uh, you're going to be getting positive uh, points for your credit score. Uh, it's just a simple example. Longer you hold on to credit, uh, that's great. 15% of that 100% is based on how long you've kept something and how well you've paid on it. You know, mm. so those type of points are really easy 
And it's, it's easy for someone to see when you put that pie chart up and show these five components that make a credit score, you know. And I think it's worth, and I don't know enough of what I'm about to say to be educated. You can probably tell the difference. A lot of people, if you haven't checked recently, I believe it was maybe a year or two years ago, they made some major changes to where, you know, was it like some medical debt and, you know, right. some taxes and those kind of things that used right. to be on the credit score. They're gone now. Yeah, right. Ju judgments, levies, liens, all those things. Uh, a lot of that has, has changed medical debt because a lot of times people had paid the debt or the insurance company had paid it and it wasn't listed. And sometimes the, the doctor's office uh, uh, too soon submits things into collections, you know, mm -hmm. so, and as a bank, we look at it a little different than, than other types of debt too. So you're correct that, but they did, uh, they did change rules on levies, liens, uh, and those types of different things that were really anchors to some people uh, on some of their debt. Yeah, so I bring it up for anybody who didn't know, hopefully, you know, it's give you guys a call, you know, and talk about it to where you might have thought, you know, this is, you know, I'm a lost cause, you know, maybe not, you know, maybe all this stuff has fallen off and maybe what you just need is a little bit of some payment history and utilize things the right way and, but here's the thing, you know, you, even if it takes you a year, you know, to get this done, right? Right. Start the clock. If right. it's going to take a year, it's going to take a year starting now, or it's going to take a year starting in six months. If, if okay. anything, it, maybe it gets worse if you don't address it. But the last thing, you know, if you can get into, you know, I always advise everybody, you know, I'm a, I don't think too much sometimes when it comes to like buying a home, I don't put much into it because for better or worse, in my mind, I'm like, I can always sell it. You know, if I end up not liking it, but I'd rather be paying, you know, for a home than paying rent, you know, right. somewhere else, right. you know, or leasing. So if, if somebody's in that situation, and I think there's so many people because all you got to do is drive around our town and everywhere there's, you know, another apartment complex. It's going up and I'm like, where are all these people coming from? Right. <laughs> so, well, I can so. tell you one of the things, one of the success stories, we were working with uh, 18 uh, about four years ago, we had a group of 18 over in uh, North Shore. Uh, these were prisoners that were coming out. And uh, uh, within two years, uh, eight of them, we were doing homes for them. So we were able to take, you know, you can imagine some of them have been in prison for 20 years. So they either had no credit score or they had a bad credit score. So we were able to work with them, work with their spouses and their families and get them to a point where they were actually you know, they were holding down their job. They were doing all the things they needed to do, and now they were getting a home. So two years after getting out of prison, they were getting homes. Wow. So I guess that's a testament to anybody. You know, if you think you've yes. got it, you know, rough, if, you know, if you guys can take somebody who's been incarcerated for 20 years, no credit, right. bad credit, and in two years turn it around where they're, you know, purchasing a home. Everybody's trained. And that helps not, there's so much more that goes into that. You know, right. there's, you know, the emotional, you know, that you're a homeowner, you know, that you've right. now got roots in the community and that you want to help. And I think, you know, to kind of tie this back to some of the beginning, if you hadn't put roots down, you know, somewhere for lack of better words, you know, you may not be, you know, as likely you might be paying more in rent. So you don't have money to give, you know, back for, you know, to do these auction items. You may not, you know, feel that this is really where you're going to land and you're just still kind of floating trying to figure it out. But I think that home ownership makes a difference. 
You know, yeah. it's like, this is mine. This is where I'm going to be. This is my community. And I want to help that group, you know, down the street. I want to be able to put back. I want to give back, you know, so, so much more than just, Hey, we repaired a little bit of a credit score and we got a guy and we did a loan and we bought a house. It's we're altering kind of family trees, you know, we're yeah. helping the community, you know, at that point, I think that's a very big deal. It's what and, we need and, here. And one thing to note today with the rates as low as they are, I have not had one client, and we've done thousands of them, where we didn't lower their apartment rent moving into our home. So the 2% rate, you know, I had a couple that's paying $1,100 for a two-bedroom, or they're going to be closing on their house that's going to be $790 a month. So just think, because the other thing we're going to talk about, you know, when we sit down is, I want to make sure you put money in retirement. I want to make sure you're building your emergency fund. And so... What this allows you to do is now we've got this extra money and we're going to be smart about it. If we've got kids, we want to set up some education funds for them. You know, all of those things, you know, so just, it's not just that home ownership. It's just, you know, making sure we're preparing them for the future, you know, for their future. It's funny. My tip that I give everybody, you said emergency funds. I tell everybody have a thousand dollars cash somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like not at night, like not to knock the bank, but I tell everybody, don't have it in the bank. Don't have it where you can touch it. I tell, put it in a Ziploc, you know, and then put it in another Ziploc filled with water and put it in the <laughs> freezer. So it's frozen in a block of ice. So you don't go get anything, but, but really that's, you know, my joke, you know, behind it is so they can't get to it, but what real problems, you know, there's an old quote or saying, you know, the real problems in life hit you at some idle Tuesday, you know, at 2 PM. Mm-hmm. most, not everything, and I'm by no means saying everything, but like $1,000 can save or solve a lot of, you know, that's the tire that blew out, yeah. fixed. That's the, you know, there's a medical emergency with family on the other side of the country, and you can buy a ticket, you know, to get there. And it can just, to me, I remember the first time I did it, you know, it just lowers that anxiety of, you know, something's about to happen or the car broke because, you know, if you don't have that and, you know, you've got to turn around and put $300 into a tire and another 150 to something else, you can just get so frazzled and, you know, get all over the place and you're trying to panic and you're just taking off time from work to figure out where you're going to get it. Now you're not, you're losing that much. You're just all over the map and a thousand dollars can really, most problems, you know, can be you're solved, right. you know, with a thousand dollars. So yep. that's my, as far as I'm going to go, that's just the depth of my financial coaching. <laughs> Freeze $1,000 in the freezer, you know, so you can't go spend it fast. So. Well, it was great talking to you. I think this is awesome. I think this is, you know, what our community needs more of this, because like I said, it goes so much further than just writing papers and writing loans that it helps people, you know, be willing to, you know, give back on things that, you know, Gary's working with on this auction. And I think, you know, that's what it's all about, really, at the end of the day. It's, you know, our community, it's getting up, going to work, it's helping, it's getting, helping those, because I can't go do what these, you know, nonprofits are doing. And if I was really honest, and I don't want to do a lot of it, you know, it's not, I'd want to, I don't mean it in a negative way, but, you know, that's their passion. That's what they do best. You don't want, you don't want me doing it. Right. So now their, their boards, their executive directors are a key component to all this brand. I, I applaud them. You know, Ben and I have sat on literally dozens of nonprofit boards over the years, just like you. Um, 
And so this is, you know, to me, it's just homecoming. It gives me an opportunity not just to help one or two. It helps literally hundreds of them at the same time. So we'll get the end results toward the end of this month, probably going into mid-September. Uh, kind of be fun to give you a written report, maybe at some point in time, just kind of tell you what, what was raised overall. But it'll definitely, uh, we continue to hit high marks every year. Um, the nonprofits we, we listen, you know, hear back from are just thrilled. And that's yeah. To us, well, and I think that's one key. thing that's really important that a lot of people may not know. You know, these nonprofits, it's really important for them, you know, to raise money to do what they do. But also, and I'm going to speak completely out of turn here, but I've, you know, close enough to this that I know these nonprofits are required to have audits every year. That's right. And those audits cost money. And without those audits, that nonprofit doesn't exist. So I'm just bringing, you know, I know that, you know, it can be, you know, expensive for some of these groups. And I know that there's some of these groups that have an incredible mission. And some of it may be that, you know, they don't need that much capital to do what they do because they've got a huge volunteer base. So they've got, you know, they've got, you know, the means it's not a capital intensive business, but they need the capital for operational to where they need to be able to go pay that CPA firm to actually do that audit for them. Sure. It'd be horrible, you know, to lose some of these groups because they couldn't get through, you know, a, I don't want to say a technicality, but a requirement, you know, for right. business. And so some of this money may just help them do what they need to do that literally keeps their doors open. So I think that's important for everybody to know as well. Well, we appreciate the opportunity to get back in front of you, Brandon. So thank you again for the first podcast, for this opportunity. Uh, Gulf Coast Bank and Trust, our 750 employees, appreciate everything you're doing to help us get the message out. And Bennett, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. Well, I appreciate it as well. I know it is time for the workday to really get fired up and moving. I appreciate you guys coming in early. For anybody that realize they are in the branch, you can go look at that stuff. Yeah. Over there off of Perkins, if you're here in you know, town, you can go see it. You can go meet the team over there. And thanks for coming in early. We're oh, waiting. We're early in the morning. The bank's branch isn't really open yet. So that's why we did this. So everybody, let's go to work and let's go have some fun today. All right, Brandon. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, guys. All right.